Chapter 85 Forever Creepy One Ryan watched eagerly as Jill pulled the phone from her ear. He was like a carrion bird. He could see an injured animal from a mile away. She began moving erratically, walking in circles that got smaller and smaller until she was practically spinning in the same spot. Ryan smiled a little as she began falling, and for some weird reason he didn't want to fuck. He wanted to feast. There was a flash past him, and he knew, of course, Miss Goody Two-Shoes Sarah was going to catch Jill before her head could hit the ground. He was hoping that would happen. Ryan was always down for a twofer. Ryan slowly walked over to them. He checked over his shoulder to make sure the big guy wasn't going to get involved as well. He was the only one he was concerned about. Thankfully, it seemed safe to continue on to glory, as he hadn't noticed or cared about the commotion as he checked his handiwork at the barricade. She okay? Lynn asked while rocking Ava back and forth. Yeah, I think so, Sarah said as she wiped Jill's forehead. She just had a panic attack by the look of it. They hadn't noticed him arrive, and he slipped in between Sarah and Jill, taking control of Jill's lifeless body like it was his wife or someone he hadn't just met. We need to sit her up, Ryan said as he reached around her middle. What are you doing? Sarah said in protest. Just leave her be. Ryan wedged himself further between Sarah and Jill. His elbow grazed Sarah's firm, natural tits, and he felt his cock fill with warmth. She retreated from his elbow, which added more excitement to his adventure, and allowed him to slot himself nicely between the two of them, so no one could see what he was doing. I'm trying to help her, damn it, Ryan said over his shoulder as he slyly touched Jill's breasts. I've seen this before. Ryan bit his lip as he mauled Jill and worked his way into the side of her dress and began stretching his fingers, reaching for her nipple. Her tits were like perfect balls of marshmallow, and Ryan's cock got instantly hard. It might just have been the most perfect set of tits he had ever felt, and he had felt a lot of perfect tits. He imagined not kissing them or sucking them, but biting into their juicy flesh and pulled Jill further up so he could rub his erection against her. Jill wriggled a little and her eyes began to flutter, and Ryan knew his fun was over. See? Ryan said, retracting his hand and placing it back onto her stomach. She's coming around. Jill suddenly sat up on her own and brushed Ryan's hands away from her. Oh, good. You're back with us, Ryan said, distancing himself from Jill. You had us worried there for a minute? Ryan stood awkwardly, trying to hide his heart on, which was clearly visible in his pants, but with his back to everyone, he was able to push it to the side and cover it with his suit jacket as he turned back to the group. You're welcome, hun, Ryan sneered as he turned and flashed a devilish grin. Jill's eyes became slits as she looked at him with disgust. Sarah came closer to her and rubbed her shoulders, making sure she really was okay. He saw Jill shrug Sarah off too. It had all worked out perfectly. His first expedition into the women's territory had been a success, but there was still virgin land he needed to make a truce with. The threat from the big guy was real. If he wanted to get any further play, he was going to have to parlay with the big man on campus. Can I have a word with you? Ryan said, not even skipping a beat between being a sex offender and a random question asker. What the fuck do you want? The big guy said, moving the paint cans, trying to find a better way to stack them. Ryan got close to the big guy's shoulder, so both their backs were to the women. 
The big guy turned his head to look at Ryan. He didn't say anything. He just stared at him. Ryan wasn't sure what was happening, but his intuition was telling him to not be so close, so he took a step back, and the big guy gave him a single nod, which Ryan took as a cue to begin. I just wanted to introduce myself, Ryan said in his best businessman voice. My name is Ryan, Ryan Pinkerton. Okay, the big guy said with a shrug of his shoulders. What do you want? Well, you're clearly the leader of this group, Ryan whispered. I just wanted to make sure I was on the same page as you. Same page? The big guy grunted. Man, what the fuck you talking about? I just wanted to let you know I got your back, Ryan said nonchalantly. The only thing that's got my back is my gun, the big guy said as he pointed to the gun held in the waistband at the back of his pants. Right on, Ryan said, nodding his head, trying to make it seem like they were having a two-way conversation. Hey, how many bullets you got left in there? Enough, the big guy said, getting back to his task. Enough to save everyone here? Ryan asked slyly. Or just yourself? The big guy laughed, ignoring Ryan's questions. Look, don't get me wrong, but don't you think getting help is the best way to save these people? Ryan said, trying to lead the big guy down a path of his choice. Ryan's path of choice was for the big guy to leave and go get help, leaving him to be lord and king of the rooftop. Look, asshole, the big guy said loudly. Just come out and say it. This ain't the time for games. I don't give a fuck if you people live or die. I already saved your asses back there, so you fuckers better be praying to me as your god as far as I'm concerned. Ryan was surprised by the big guy's outburst, but it played well into his hands. He knew he was public enemy number one, so it wasn't bad that a new contender had just stepped up. He liked the lack of eyes on him. He liked a new person for the women to despise. You hear that? My name is Daryl, and it's up to me whether you live or die, Daryl said, beating on his chest. So don't fucking annoy me and don't fucking talk to me. All the women looked away from him at the same time, and Ryan hid a large smile behind his arm. I completely agree. You're the man, and you know what? Ryan said, trying as hard as possible to sound believable. I totally forgot to thank you for before, and I'm so sorry. You kicked some serious ass back there. Daryl looked Ryan up and down, trying to establish whether Ryan was being serious or not. You're goddamn fucking right I did, Daryl said with pride. Sensing a reprieve in Daryl's animosity, Ryan moved closer to him, and again Daryl shot him a look that made Ryan raise his hands and surrender. But he still moved forward. Don't test me, motherfucker. Daryl said, tapping the handgun in his waistband with his thumb. I'm cool, man, I'm cool, Ryan said, inching closer. I just wanted to talk to you man to man. Man to man, huh? Daryl said with a smirk and pointed to Sarah. That girl over there was the only one who stepped up to help me in that zoo you let us into. Point taken, point taken, Ryan said, bowing his head. You've watched movies, though, right? You know how this is going to end up. All these people are only going to weigh us down. Us. There ain't no fucking us, man, Daryl said, stepping forward and posing his superior height over Ryan. There is me and that's it. Besides, you don't even have a gun. I got this, Ryan said conspiratorially. 
Ryan revealed his small pistol still secured in his jacket pocket. Oh, you're an outlaw now, Daryl said with a big grin. Where the fuck was this outlaw when I was battling the fucking undead on the other side of that door? Defeated by Daryl's truth, Ryan looked away from his judging glare. He knew he shouldn't have revealed his gun. It was a stupid mistake that gave away some of the power he had just accrued. Look, do me a favor, Daryl said calmly. Go over there and sit the fuck down. We are going to wait this out. These people are going to get us killed, Ryan whispered. Hey, Daryl said, raising his voice. Shut the fuck up. No one is going through this door unless I say so. Ryan started walking over to the edge of the building before Daryl had even finished his sentence. He sat down against the concrete railing and stared at Daryl, absentmindedly scratching his groin.